sometimes I've been asked on social media or within the protest, why are you here if that's not your issue? And I've told those people I'm here because exactly of that, because we have to unite. And if you're, you're questioning me being here, where I'm trying to support you, you're already like not helping the situation yeah. because the more we get together, the more we are united, then it's better for the message. What's up and welcome to Nacho's Cafe. This is your boy, Will, AKA Nacho. And today is Talk About It Tuesday where me and a guest will sit and talk about it, whatever it is, and that's what we're talking about. You ready? Um, so today, um, I have a special guest, and um, before I bring him on, um, he is an activist, a very, very positive, and very, very, like, he's, just all, he's always out there. Small little story is how I know him. Now, this is actually funny. We, I think we became friends on Facebook, but that was not the beginning, honestly. It, actually, we were friends on MySpace. It's funny because on Facebook, as we were chatting and everything like that, we were like following each other. It's like everything what we're doing, he's doing, everything like that. And I'm like, why does he look familiar? And that name sounds familiar. So I even looked in my MySpace. Don't ask me how I knew my password <laughs> to. It's very, very old. But um, I logged on there and then I was like, I went through the friends list. I was like, I knew it. I knew I've seen him before. He looked totally different, but that's him, you know? And so I, I remember messaging like, dude, we've been like friends, like, well, you know, MySpace friends, yeah. um, uh, media friends, whatever you want to call it, we're <laughs> friends. And I've known him since then. And um, I've actually got a chance to get a closer look on, on him as an individual, as being an activist. I've seen him march. I've seen him do protests on everything. Um, and I'm just grateful because as what's going on in America right now, even though on the release of this podcast might be a little later, but um, this is recording during the week of basically blackout, okay? <laughs> but um, he is always on the front line. He's always um, protesting with signs and everything just to see change. And to me, that's such a positive and something that I may be back here media-wise talking as much as I can, I'm doing it from my end, but no matter what, we're all kind of, not all, I can't say all, but most of us that want to see united, you know, actually live it and equality because equality is not categorized in one section. It's like a big, massive thing as humanity, you know, being humans. And um, I'm just so proud to have him on here. And with further ado, the person that I'm talking about is Armando. Hello. Hi, (laughs) how are you? Well, first Uh, of all, like you said, you know, we've known each other for, for many years, virtually. Um, we've gotten to know each other, too, along the way. Um, so when you asked me to, you know, uh, to do this, of course, I have an opinion and I have things to say. So I was like, let's do it, you know. Yes. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. An opinion, like everybody in this world has a dang opinion. You know, they always, whether it's negative or positive, they, everybody got a dang opinion, like about something you say, hi, they have an opinion about that. You know, it just shows you how our world is, is everybody has something to say, which is the freedom of speech. But you know, meanwhile, while we're all saying stuff, I think all of us need to listen also too. but everybody has opinion, but also listen to other people's opinions. And I think that's really what, you know, in my mind, an activist means. So as I ask you a series of questions, uh, one of my first questions are, what does the word activist means to you? When, 
when I hear it on, or see it on social media, like you said, everybody has an opinion on what an activist should be. Some people mm-hmm. categorize an activist as almost like a terrorist nowadays. Um, so to me, activist is not just spreading the word of your own thoughts and beliefs, but actually trying to understand the message of the group or the organization of the protest in itself what is the overall message and have Mm -hmm. an empathy towards that because sometimes you may not relate you Mm -hmm. may not know the pain you may not know the struggle that doesn't mean you cannot just go and speak your voice you were saying um at the beginning that you everybody does um, also activism and, and we work in different ways and one of the things when i think about also having a voice in, as an activist, you could do that on social media. You don't have to be on the streets to protest. You don't have to um, be on the front line to do that. You could speak your mind in different ways. Um, one thing that I always say, you could be your own activist in your own house. How? By educating others, by educating your own people, your family, your, your brothers, sisters. If you hear, a, I, I think, if you hear a negative comment, when it, because somebody recently told me, when someone says something about another group and they're not there, do you defend it? I'm like, yes. And that's, I think, one of the, the problems and going to the question, you could be your own activist at home to speak up. If you hear something negative, whether it's funny, a joke or whatever, just stop that person and say, you know what, this is not right. This is not okay. And, and why? Because the minute we do it at home, we normalize that behavior and then we take that to our friends and then after we take it to our friends we take it out to the streets because now we're at a restaurant and then once we're in the street everything you know becomes the norm and you hear it all all the time so that's when i think the problem begins because as an activist you should start at home activating very true that's very true because when they say home is where the heart is well where's your heart at you know and when you're going out there it it starts from at home, your heart. So it's actually telling you about who you are as an individual because, you know, we speak on what we feel. So, yeah. And, and sometimes you don't, I mean, it's not to change people's mind, but mm-hmm. it's also for, for people to understand, again, the message and to, to, to respect the message. It, sometimes what we see or a lot of the times what we see on social media and the news mm-hmm they're going to focus on the negative. They're going to focus on the highlights of what was negative about each protest. Mm-hmm. And we could, we could even talk about multiple protests here, but within any given protest, there's always something wrong. Some, some negative is going to always highlight the positive, but overall the positive is what we should be focused on and unite. Whether again, if you don't want to agree with it, that's okay, but respect it as well. Don't mm-hmm. bring it down because every group has something to fight for. Every single group. That's right. Very, very true. I, <laughs> I agree with you on 100% on that. Yes. Uh, what got you into becoming an activist? Like, was there something that went on in your own community or something that you witnessed that you just wanted to see change? Like, what was it that, drew, that created this passion? Because you have such a passion with this, and I admire that. What what gave you that passion about becoming like an activist? So when I, and the, I'm 40, so I'm going to go way back. When, <laughs> and you look great. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to go back when I was 14. I, um, 
pretty much started my high school year. And it was my first day at high school. It was a mixed school. Uh, primarily at the time, it was African-Americans, Hispanics, and Polish people. And during that time, the first day between two games, they got into a fight. Um, so after school, um, and this was between primarily African-Americans and Hispanics. So oh. what happens <laughs> is that when this occurred, I don't know in details what happened, but what the African-American gang was doing is that they were beating up the Latino kids, any Latino kid that they would see out after school. So I was about to catch my, my bus back home. And again, this is my first day in high school. And I got beat up by about, I would say 15, 20 plus um, kids, African-American kids. What the? Um, they, while I was getting beat up and I'm on the floor, um, I see running all of the Latinos now, all of the Latino gang coming and in a way, I guess, fighting them again. Mm -hmm. So now I'm between both. I'm literally in the middle of both. But when I was doing or, or pretty much getting beat up, while well, I could get up and kind of see, I was seeing people around me and they were just standing. They were not doing anything, absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And this is a 15-year-old getting beat up. Nobody's doing anything. I'm in the middle. Um, then it started to get more violent. Guns were out and stuff like that. At that moment, I'm more concerned about my life. Yeah. So I, I ran into a bank. The bank guy at the moment didn't want to let me in because I was all like bleeding. And I finally got him to get me inside. He called the police. Long story short, the police came. After that incident, I think that's the, where I got my passion, that I felt sad that as a society, like we, nobody did anything. Even mm -hmm. if you didn't want, you don't need to get involved, but someone call the cops, someone do something. Right. Why are we watching this? Like do something about it, you know? Stop and it. And this is, this is back in 1994. So again, like uh, the perception of cops is very different now. I have a strong opinion on that. Mm -hmm. um, but regarding that in itself, like that traumatized me. I was taken to the hospital um, and even with that said, because of that incident, again, talking about your own family, my dad became, in a way, kind of, I'm not going to say racist, but he had a strong opinion. Of course, of course. However, despite that, I kept telling my parents, my friends, like, not everyone is like that. Just because I went through this, it doesn't mean that everyone is like that at all. And, and most of my friends during high school, yes, were Latinos, but... Most I had a lot of, of African-American friends. So it, that, again, that's where I started my passion. That was the initial thing at 15. And if mm -hmm. I flash forward, when I, um, when I was 23, I was diagnosed with HIV. Mm -hmm. So then at that moment, it was kind of like a, a second thing that got me passionate about because, again, as a Latino, we don't talk about it as well. It's a taboo. Mm -hmm. And I was... Um, an organization actually reached out to me and they said, would you like to speak about your story? Um, and I was already with someone. So mm -hmm. I told um, my partner at the time, if I wanted to do that, because the minute you Google my name, you could Google my name and the first thing that comes up is Armando Ramirez, HIV. Yeah. So I, I know that by doing that, that was also a voice mm -hmm. to speak about that issue because yeah. it's, 
it's still a taboo. So yes. I guess to answer the question, those were the two primarily things that impact me. Yeah. Why is that? No, I need to speak up about things that affect me. Mm -hmm. But for everyone else where I see injustice, I need to be in it, whether it's on the front line, whether it's on social media, whether it's at home. Yeah. Wow. I give you like mad props on just doing both because um, I known that, well, especially the two, those two events itself, I've always known you to stand up with that and I always see you there. And it's so um, positive to see someone because there's so much negativity on mm -hmm. minorities and negativity on HIV because HIV is not only in gays, you know, but they still like to make it seem like, oh, we're not like, um, excuse me. Um, yes. It, what, get, what happens when you keep sleeping around with her and her and her and her and her and somebody has something and then you spread it to everybody else? So what do you think? It is not just about gays and no, it's, it's anybody can get it. I mean, come on now, you know? So it's, I think it's very ignorant how people try to put a lot of things in boxes um but it's just thank you because like you actually took action to stand up you know and question how how did how can i can phrase this um what kept you from not actually becoming not uh prejudiced against other african-americans because you know what normally in the society and we see this all the time all it takes is one act of some in particular group for mm -hmm. us to form that um, opinion on them and that means all of them are like that you know you get one hispanic that rapes um your aunt all hispanic are rapers yes. you know and mm -hmm. rapists and one black broke into your house and was looking for drugs and killed your mama now all blacks are thieves and killers you know so what kept you sane basically from jumping to that side of mentality because you said sometimes one incident can affect us for good or for bad. Yeah. But I was born in Mexico. I came here when I was seven. Mm -hmm. And one of the first teachers that was very patient with me, that was always there, was yeah, an yeah, African-American yeah. lady. And she was always so passionate. And she would go out of her way um, to teach me things we would use the dictionary to translate. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, and no, I'm not sorry, okay. actually forgetting the motion, but okay. she was one of the first people that, that helped me out so much. So to me, it's like, I, if I go based on my experience, she impacted me a lot. And would I then go back with the incident and 15 and say like, oh no, now Ill, all black people yeah. are this? Like, no, it's not fair. And yeah. I've been always very vocal since I was a kid. And I always been very open-minded to just see people as who they are. Unfortunately, not everybody is like that. But to me, it's like, I'm not gonna, this, this thing that's happening to me at 15, take away from everyone in the past that has been there for me. Like it would be stupid and ignorant of me to, to even do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how, um, when I was in high school, um, it was always those two always at each other, uh, Hispanics and African-Americans. And being that I'm biracial of the two, uh, my friends being funny, like, Will, get in the middle and stop it. <laughs> like, like, you're us and you're them. Like, stop it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, then they're going to come in like, I don't speak Spanish. So I'm like, I'm sorry, daddy wasn't there. I, what can I do? <laughs> so I can't, I can't speak. I'm sorry. But it's just um, being that we're minorities 
um because i actually replaced the word minority with majority because we are the majority that creates the united states in my opinion because without us you wouldn't have united you would yes some plain <laughs> you know if you didn't have the culture um backgrounds of all of us as a unison you would not have united because what's united if you can't unite more than one in particular background because there's one race humanity you know humans is one race but cultural backgrounds your features come from somewhere um that's important because you should never forget where you come from you know and and even when you, when we speak up about our own race um uh, because someone recently also asked me this or told me this actually didn't ask they're like well you could pass as a white a white person so to an extent you have white privilege and i did say yes like i recognize that because even in mexico if you look like this mm -hmm. there's more good attention for you if you don't then like my my brother and i we look completely different and if you were to see my brother he looks very hispanic Mm -hmm. And growing up, I would get all of the attention because of how I look. And I think, again, when you look a certain way, then you also have to even do more because if you already have, this could be privileged to me, then what am I doing mm -hmm. to then change that around, to, to, to turn it into something positive and to speak on others that might not look like this? Mm-hmm. I have to agree 100% on that because although my father wasn't around to show me the more of the Hispanic culture background, um, just in my society, uh, in the African-American um, group, categorized this as well. If you're lighter, you are up here. If you're middle, mm -hmm. which I consider myself, you know, at this skin tone, we're the middle class or whatnot. So you might listen to me. You know, I might get a word. Now, same thing for my brother. Um, he's a lot darker than me because um, we had two different fathers. Um, same mom, and he's a lot darker. He looks like he looks definitely like an African American. I'm not saying that I don't. Um, I usually get, oh, are you Dominican? I'm like, mm, no, maybe homemade, you know. Um, but, <laughs> but my brother, who is like my blood brother, you know, I don't really consider oh half brother. That's my brother. Yeah. Um, but you stand next to like, oh, you guys don't look alike. That's your brother, like, yeah, and um, and he's darker, so that sometimes made me nervous around this whole entire time if it was me and him you know i got nervous for him because it's like he looks darker i don't want i'm scared for him. not scared well yeah i am at, at times you know thinking that if he goes out there i don't want no one to get the wrong idea he's very harmless he's a nice guy he's not he's more what you would call uh whitewash but you know for <laughs> term's sake um and categorize when when we're not white we have a term called whitewash means that mm -hmm. um they don't represent not represent um present the habits of stereotypical um communities you know so like hispanics there's stereotypes that they'll say about them if you're not making yes. tacos and burritos and everything da, 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 you're not Mexican enough or you don't speak Spanish, you know, um, if you're black, if you're not pants sagging down and hair is not really, really looking a certain kind of way, I'm not black enough. Mm -hmm. And I have been discriminated more in my own community um, because um, they would think that I'm better than they're like, oh, you think you're better than I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we go. I'm, I don't, why are you looking at me? I don't know you. We're not cousins. Yeah. 
Um, so <laughs> I'm not trying to be better than anybody. I'm trying to be better than what I was yesterday. So if that offends you in some way, I'm sorry for that, but that sounds personal and I ain't got nothing to do with that. So deuces, you know? Um, yeah. But it's, it's just, it's ugly because it's in everything, you know, like that whole kind of giving the side eye. Uh, I think there needs to be a lot more self-reflection um, to um, finding ourselves, I guess, where we belong. Because if we belong in, go ahead. I'll speak for like for the Mexican people, because again, yeah. I'm Mexican. But just to give you an idea, even like as far as getting a job in Mexico. Uh, here, here is not common, but in Mexico, when you present your resume, it has to be printed out and you have to put, I forgot if it's the left or, or the right, you have to put in the corner of your resume, your picture of your, on your resume. Wow. I don't know if that has recently changed or it's yeah. still the same, but you used to put it like on top of your resume. So a lot of people, a lot of companies would uh, look at your resume, but would look at the picture and they would say like, mm, this person not because they look darker, this person is okay because it, uh, he or she looks better or more presentable. Wow. Uh, so that's another cultural thing where, again, like many people may not know and, mm -hmm. it, and you might as a Hispanic here in the U.S. have that privilege that where you're not going to go. You might be discriminated based on the name. If it's like yeah. my name is my name is very Hispanic, uh -huh. Armando Ramirez. You yeah. cannot Americanize my name. Yeah. Um, if it's Carlos, you call yourself Charlie. If it's Caesars, you know, Cesar, Caesar, like Maria, Mary, like you can flip those names. Yeah, but yeah. Armando, it's Armando. That's very Hispanic. Yeah. Um, but that's another example about our own culture when it comes to, to having certain privilege. Because again, the way you, you look and a lot of Hispanics here, maybe not, uh, I don't know, first, second generation may forget or not understand or may not know these things about our own culture but i mean we used to do it all the time wow that's and you get a visual because anyone can have a certain name out there mm -hmm. but if they can see that's so crazy you know i never knew that and you're definitely saying some light my way you know i don't you know whether they're doing it now but the fact that they did do that you know because you know on their applications here it's like what race or how do you identify yourself is and Correct. I hate that you know growing up you know it's like oh yeah I'm black you know and and then like, you know you're you you don't think of it I think when we're growing up we don't even think about it it's just like I'm proud of who I am yeah and and I know my you know cultural background um which always I always found myself in a dilemma because a lot of applications especially when it started coming out later it was like African but not Latino I'm like well, where the heck do I, you know, like, I'm not ashamed yeah. of who I am, neither side. So it's like, if I'm African, I'm also Latin. So why, where's the bubble for that? It's like, not even on here. And I'm like, yes. so you're considered them not people? Like what? You know, so my mind goes all over the place. And it's like, I don't like it. I'm human. Like, I wish all that would just go away, you know, because it's like, why are you trying to track on how many of us majorities are on the planet or in the U.S.? You know, I don't. That's just where my mind is, you know. I hate it. I hate it. I, if I ever hated something, I really hate that putting mm -hmm. in the bubble. You know, we're not we're not there. But um, but yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's see what else I got. Uh, a lot too. So um, that's okay. 
So for the uneducated, how would you explain protest, writing, and you don't have to really go into activists, but how it would be different. But um, what is like, how would you, for someone who's uneducated, what is the difference in the three? Well, I recently posted this on, on my social media, but I, and again, it started, the conversation started at home. Uh-huh. And then I took it, I took it to friends where I said to, to them, as a human, you already have one right, that alone. Now, if, if you ask yourself, how many rights do I have right now? How many? You're going to have multiple. Mm-hmm. A lot. Like, I, ha- I am Hispanic. You know, I'm gay. I'm HIV positive. So to, to answer that, I, I, I started the conversation again with family and friends. But I'm like, ask yourself how many rights you have at the moment. Mm-hmm. And because of those current rights that you have right now, someone fought for you on a protest, on a riot. There was an activist speaking on your behalf. And on those protests, on those riots that you didn't live through, that you did not see, it's pretty much what's happening right now. But at that moment, it was affecting your own group, your own right, your own specific right, again, with one or more. Mm -hmm. So when you say to me, right now what's happening is just ignorant or go ahead and protest, but you cannot do X, Y, Z, then I ask you the same thing. Then I should go back to those back history um, riots and protests. And if you're not okay with it, then let me take your rights away and see how you feel. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it is. Like some, you, I, I never knew what happened in Stonewall. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm familiar because I, I, I know the history and, and I educated myself on that. But even that, a lot of gay people, I'll just speak even now about gay people, like they forget, they think Pride Month is just parties and, and, and yeah. parades and all that. And to right. me, it's like, you forget it's not just clubbing and partying, like yeah. someone fought for your rights. And, yeah. and people forget about that. So if, if I could say again about uneducated people, there is no excuse. And I'll put my own dad as an example. Um, uh, at one point, he said, I was never raised to knowing what a gay person was. I'm like, that doesn't excuse it. You have to educate yourself. And it's the same thing with what's going on in our world. Like, you have to educate yourself on, on things that, again, you may not live it, you may not experience it, but that doesn't excuse you from not learning about it. And not, I mean, I could go out right now at night and get food without yeah. thinking something's going to happen to yeah. me. Yeah. And actually, while I was on a protest um, on Saturday, to be specific, um, I was next to, to a, obviously, a, a lot of people, but specifically this lady. And she's like, are you here alone? I'm like, yes. And she's like, well, I'm here with a few friends, but I think they're up front. I'm like, oh, okay. So we kind of started engaging in the conversation and talking. And she said, you know what? Um, my kids are at home. I didn't want them to be here because they're teenagers. They're younger, but I wanted to come. But, you know, how I always tell my friends who are parents that as a black mom, I always have to pray differently for my kids. And again, like a lot of moms that cannot empathize on that, like, or cannot even experience it, you know, that's also ignorance. I always say like the word, many people don't like the word ignorant, but we don't, you, when you don't know something, you are ignorant. This is very true. And it is your duty to then educate yourself on things that, again, you may never go through, you may never experience, 
but that doesn't excuse it now. Right now, it's easy for any gay guy or anyone to just say, I don't want this and this from a protest. Well, guess what? You cannot pick and choose what you're going to do in a protest because Very we're trying to, to, to send a message. And when you're sending a message, like how many people have been peaceful previously on protests? And how mm -hmm. has that worked? So to me, it's like, you can't pick and choose and, and when it comes to all of this that's happening right now. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't. Yeah. And pain for all of us is different. You know, your pain mm -hmm. is different than my pain. So how people react is how they react, you know, upon their own personal experience. Yeah, that, um, that word ignorant, yeah, it could be offensive to some people, but it's so true. Because um, I believe that even being an activist, like it's important to do your research. It's important to educate yourself on what you're about to step into. Um, you have to, and sorry to cut you off when, no, you, no. when you, you just said that, you have to do your own research. And why? Because in a, a lot of people forget how social media works. But <laughs> the, the minute you put something out there, two things. One, expect that not everyone is going to think like you. Two, you have to have information to back up your own post. Whether that's a ignorant post or a positive post, whatever it is, you have to back that up. Yeah. And I, I always say that if you don't want that, then don't post it, period. But if you're going to post anything, whether even me, whether I agree with or not, yeah. then back it up. Right. Again, like show me receipts. Show me <laughs> something. Like don't yeah. just say don't just say anything stupid. Yeah. Like actually prove me, prove me wrong. You know yeah. that what you're saying is right. So prove me wrong. Show me something that you actually know information. Yeah. Yeah, I I uh I totally agree. Um that was every one of my questions, but we kinda answered that anyway. But that I totally agree because like you said, I mean there everyone has an opinion. And everyone's going to throw something out there. And once you put it out there, I mean, for those who are following, A, you have, an, you have the right to remove yourself from following that person. And also, they also need to keep in mind that, that this is not their Facebook or Instagram or whatever platform that this person that they're following is, is saying, if you are offended in any kind of way, unfollow. And just remember, this is their stuff. So they can, they, you know, exercising their rights. They have the right to say whatever they want, you know? And then the person on our side, just like you're saying, you know, um, platform and say anything. I mean, yes, do your homework because someone's going to be a little smart ass and yes. be like, oh, well, when did da 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 or how or what and what makes a difference than this, you know, happening over here? And then you do your homework and you're like, well, this is why, like, shut them up with yes. knowledge, you know, and just, I, I, I'm and, and, you just have the keyword knowledge because I think a lot of people that post and you contradict them and they don't have the information because again, they are so ignorant that to the post that they did themselves and because they don't have nothing to say or how to back it up. The typical comment that you will get is like, well, if you don't like it, get off my page or don't comment or, and to me, they only do that because they cannot back up what they just said. So, it, you know, I, I cannot stand that. And I always, again, I call people out, whether they're close friends, family, like coworkers. Yeah. I, I'm like, no. Mm -mm. Yeah. And, you know, being someone that's always hungry for knowledge, hungry for wisdom, um, hungry for other people's experiences. 
I I don't mind being called out. I'm like, well, tell me how is that wrong? And then you know, so I'm like, wow, thank you. You know, there's nothing. But I guess it takes personal experience. Like when I'm, I, I know that I'm not always right. You know, as a human being, we're not always right. We're not always wrong either. So we can't beat ourselves up when we're wrong all the time. You know, so it's like I feel like when you're once comfortable in your skin, you have to realize that I, as a human being, is going to, is going to make mistakes. And I'm not always going to be right. I may be so highly opinionated on one particular item or topic, but that doesn't make that my truth is the gospel truth. You know, because everybody has an opinion. Everybody has gone through something differently. If I talk about me coming out the closet and I feel this certain kind of way, and you tell me your version of how you came out the closet or whatnot, we have to come together to realize, oh, it's not just my story that matters. It's your story that matters too. Yes. You know, all of our story comes together. It matters. So it's like there's more than one way to gain the knowledge of something, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> and the thing too, that with everyone, everybody has their own journey and struggle and everybody goes through something, mm-hmm. everyone, you know? And again, the way my own journey can be different than yours, but because I went through stuff, then that's how you could also relate with other people's struggle and other people's pain, because whatever is affecting you now, it's like, imagine how much I actually, sorry to change from one thing to another, but I, again, I was talking to a few friends and they were complaining about what's going on right now and how their local um, Target is closed and, and Walgreens and name it, all yeah. the stores that have been broken into, right? And I, I got into it because they said, you know, this is not right and X, Y, Z. And I'm like, okay, so you've been not okay with this, this situation that's affecting you right now for a week or two weeks. You, you uh, yourself, you're being affected so you cannot cope with it, right? Yes. I'm like, okay. Now imagine feeling like that your whole life. Imagine your parents feeling like that your whole life, your grandparents. So you're complaining about one to two weeks. Imagine you living that your whole life. And I'm not trying to dismiss your feelings, but just how you're so passionate and so confused and, and stressed out about what's going on right now. Imagine feeling like that your whole life. Yeah. Just so they could get a perspective too as yeah. to how they're feeling right now. Well, I just flip it in a way yeah. where they could maybe, you know, relate. Yeah. And that's so important because people forget, you know, a lot of this whole thing um, currently, you know, hashtag black lives matter, hashtag all lives matter. And, you know, um, a few years ago when they, when I saw in my lifetime of seeing um, the big um, Black Lives Matter March too, and all over the, not as big and global as this one is, but just then I had a different opinion than I do now. And that opinion was like, why you gotta be building up the cop cars? And you know, I was trying to make up excuses, trying to get it to All Lives Matter. And I was really jaded. You know, I'll be the one to say as, as an individual, like, why are you acting like this? And I would always see comments. Like I was, I never posted anything at that time. I posted a lot this time, but at that time I didn't post anything really. I was reading a lot of comments from a lot of people um, who did post things. And it was just really a lot of attacks. A lot of people not really realizing why this person posted anything. I'm always someone who likes to dig and try to find 
why do they put that or connect it to something? But I myself was like, come on, like, why we got to act like this? They already have their opinion on us blacks, like we're criminals and this and that. And now we're lashing out at um, police cars and this and that. And they're not all bad, you know, and they're not all, you know, they're not all good, but we're not all bad and we're not all good. So it's like, where's the medium? But now when this whole situation is going on, my mind flipped as in like, I get it where it says hashtag black lives matter, because you hear the thing that says hashtag all lives matter. Like we're not considered of the all, you know? So that's why at this moment, you know, because I'm, I try to be, I, I practice on being a selfless person, but I have to also think about history and time of my own bloodline. You know, mm-hmm. it's wrong that also my Hispanics are caged. That's unhumanitarian. You know that, and what's the point of that? When are they going to be let go? You know, um, and then I look at my my black cultural background and like in four hundred some years of slavery. You know, and just bringing brought over and I, I was even doing some some more educating myself today like when did it start and how did it start and just it was just millions I mean just like it's just it's just crazy south to the north America I mean it's a whole lot of stuff that I had to educate myself but I looked at this whole Black Lives Matter differently because it was like the reason why we're saying a lot of people feel well it's all lies because they're not in their shoes and they're like well why do we have to focus on this I'm like well technically um when us individuals, you know, us African-Americans, when we finally saw a black person, a black face on TV, that was a proud moment. Like, oh, we're starting to become the all, you know, mm-hmm. and because every time we've all, the only thing that was black and white was a TV screen, you know, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like <laughs> all of it, you know, um, and then we throw one, I don't even know if they were really Indian, but you know how they would make an Indian back in the black and white days, yeah. you know, like, ain't no Indian that's someone so playing that character or Asian or whatnot or Mexican. <laughs> yeah so I really educated myself the fact that where we've come from and where we are now has been a, a huge progress however the whole prejudice in the society has been cleverly in different areas if that makes sense like in the system you know tracking how many there are I, I don't know maybe I'm sounding ignorant at the time but I just now realize where where it is, where it's versus all lives matter versus black lives matter, because we are not considered all. And, well, and that's, that's exactly it, that the, the movement itself, the hashtag yeah. black lives matter was done because it didn't happen once or twice. We, I recently saw it too, where it's like, it's the same thing as just now being filmed. Mm-hmm. So all of these incidents have happened so many times. And, and again, if you as a community, like you on your own community are, are seeing crime and nothing happens, you are going to get frustrated. Yeah. You could call 911 and nothing's happening. Then yeah. you go and, and do signs to, for things to change. Nothing happens. So it does get to a point where then this movement started. And because of the movement and the hashtag Black Lives Matter, then, and I'm going to be ignorant here, but maybe a white person then did like all lives matter. Cause I don't know if it could have been a Latino. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, then all lives matter, but that's the, th- I now I'll do a side comment on all, but all lives matter is if you don't include the, the black community there, then it's not all it's most lives matter, but it's not yes. all lives matter. Yes. So you have to like also understand that when you say all, you're literally saying all and by all is all humans. So yeah. if you then are not counting 
black people into the mix, then it's not all lives matter, it's most lives matter. And then I recently told this to someone, then what happened after that hashtag, then blue lives matter. Oh, and I'm yeah. sorry, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound a bit harsh with this comment, but I, I, two days ago, I told someone that is uh, pro all cops, that I told this person, I'm like, look, you, you keep saying blue lives matter. Unless you're a smurf, then, <laughs> that, then you have a blue life. There's no such thing as a blue life. There's a human life and that human is a cop, but there is no such thing as a blue life. So, right. no. and I tried to make it into a joke in a way, but just so he could understand it. Yeah. But even, even with the word all, and this is, again, me, um, what I, I tend to do when I do post and where I speak, I never use the word all. I say most, or if it's a specific incident, I always say these two individuals or these two cops or these Latinos. I, or I always am very specific to the story and say X, Y, Z, but I, I don't tend to use it. And I actually, I don't recall ever using the word all when it comes to a group, yeah. I'm, I'm always very particular because the minute you also say all, you are also then becoming a problem because then you're generalizing that everyone is like that. So it's pretty much saying like all, all uh, Hispanics are immigrants. That's wrong. All black people are X, Y, Z. That's wrong. All white people are X, Y, Z. That's wrong. Yeah. So you could say most. You could. Yeah. I always recommend for people just say most because not everyone is like that. The minute you are saying all, you're also sounding ignorant and you are also becoming a problem because you yeah. cannot do that. I have a lot of all types of friends, different yeah. races, and I always tell them that, like, don't do that because then you are also sounding prejudiced. You are also sounding like you want to justify just yeah. because you know you're a minority now you feel you could also do that no there's yeah. a lot of also a lot of white people that support the the movement and just like a lot most white people are against it because it's affecting their safety and their <laughs> what they're used to and that's all what it's of like that. our shoes <laughs> And, and that's why I feel like don't do that because then you also become a problem Yeah. by, by using that word specifically. Yeah. I, I 100% agree on that. Um, and I like you, I appreciate you breaking it down like that because I try breaking it down in certain ways as, as myself, as I said earlier, you know, one person does this, so all of them do that. You know, you got to, society really has to put a hold on the all and, and you really, <laughs> you really explain that really well. So I appreciate that. But yeah, because not all are good, not all are bad, you know, so. And I understand that. I, I, I understand that the, there's cops out there doing their job. Yeah. Their own families are worried. I, I understand that. And, and just like I, I have empathy to, to, to the people protesting, I, can, I have empathy to, to the cops. I understand that. But here is where I do challenge the good cops. If you are working in a system where they already have a negative perception of you, mm -hmm. as a good cop, what are you doing? Are mm -hmm. you seeing something and then shutting up? Because yeah. if you're shutting up, then you are also part of the problem. Yeah. If you're, if you're a good cop, I saw recently a video where five cops 
recorded themselves and it was like a mesh video where they they kept speaking about the current situation they're like this was a murder and i don't wow. agree with it we wouldn't do this xyz yeah. and to me it's like so if you are also a cop a good cop but you're staying silent you are also a problem because then you're you're part of that system the exactly. system that right now is not in the best perception within society yeah. and this is the fir- I, I this is a question i'm trying to answer my to myself that what made this particular incident outrage us worldwide wow, that yeah worldwide everybody is World, getting involved yes it's not just within the u.s yeah. like we're seeing like you know uk like italy like spain yes. france like a lot of places where we normally we would never see anything so what happened this time around that made us say like this is getting worse because if i could say i didn't want to see the video initially because i always say once you have an image you cannot get it out of your head yeah um but part of me wanted to see it again to 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 answer questions to anyone that would later come at me and said well in the video xyz i'm like well no because in the video blah 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 and I did see it and to actually see the, literally see someone's breath just like gone and that person is gone, that is traumatizing. And it, I, I maybe like, that's what got people to like, now we're seeing this, what's next? Like literally we're yeah. gonna see someone's face explode. Like, yeah. you know, like what, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. And I think that's what maybe the outrage is. I don't know why the whole world got involved yeah um but it is it is amazing that we're all getting on this um even within the u.s all 50 states had a protest all yeah yeah that's amazing and, and that has never happened <laughs> yeah. before yeah with any other incident at all whether it's black lives matter or any other movement yeah um it has never happened and you also have to ask yourself if all 50 states actually got together mm-hmm. and to make a change then we're telling you as a society, something's wrong. Something yeah. does need to change. Yeah. And I'm sorry, uh, getting um, Army and everything else in, involved is not the solution. Walking with us is the solution. Well, <laughs> well, well th- thank you that you're also bringing that up right now because I, I, I thought about this too. And you, whether you're pro-Trump or not, yeah. You have to ask yourself the following question. When it came to COVID-19, Trump took for forever to get us help, to get us aid, to, to, to prepare us, to protect us from, from this. Yeah. He took a while. Uh-huh. However, when it came to this particular incident, he's sending us a message like, well, I could get an army, I could get people out there, boom, attack your own civilians. So yeah. when it came to the COVID-19, he took a while to protect us. But for this that doesn't go his way, then he's pretty much saying, I'm just going to throw people out there and you kill yourselves. Because at the end of the day, it's American people within the army that are, you know, going yeah. against us. So he's yeah. just putting us against us yeah. with each other. Again, whether you are pro him or not, you have to ask yourself, like, he doesn't care for anybody. Not yeah. even Republicans, because there are a lot of Republicans in the army mm. and that they had to go and do this. And it's like, you don't even care if they themselves get killed. Like you don't care for anybody but yourself. Yeah. You're, you, I mean, he is a narcissistic person and 
you know, you can't expect much when someone is so narcissistic. Yeah. And the more attention, like, I'm sure he's, he's been on top of the world because <laughs> the, the, the attention is always on him. And when, uh-huh. when you have a narcissistic person, that's what they want. All, it's all about them all the time. All about yeah. that. You know, I really do agree. Um, it's... And then go, going back with um, our own communities and, mm-hmm. and, and again, trying to relate or sometimes ed- educate other people. At least I'll speak again within here people in, in, in Illinois. There was currently a lot of happening in the Hispanic communities between, uh, again, Latinos and Black people going into looting and all of that, right? Yeah. But again, don't generalize. Don't say that yeah. protesters are the looters and that they're, you know, oh my gosh, exactly. Like, please don't do that. And yeah. I did, I did tell a lot of people within the same Hispanic community to then don't do a racial profiling because yeah. there's a lot of African American people living in the Hispanic community. So now, because you see someone walking, that you know, oh, according to you, that's the person yeah. that's going to be, you know, assaulting your little store. Like, also, don't do that. And yeah. I challenge them as well because sometimes you also have to challenge your own people and i did tell them like when it came to daca immigration reform to kids in cages what did you do as a community to fight and again show me proof that you actually were there for them Mm -hmm. so right now you're all together as a community as hispanic where we're not gonna allow this but where were you when immigration with daca with eyes, with again, kids and kitchens, and I could go on with the list. Yeah, but yeah. It's like, it's also hypocritical of people to act that way because you're only speaking up right now. Again, why? Because it's affecting you. And just like you are speaking and affecting you and getting so upset about it and angry, well, mm-hmm. guess what? That's what we're doing right now. That's why we're protesting right now. You are complaining in your own community. Well, guess what? if you see the bigger picture, this is why we're doing it because it needs to stop. And I'm sorry, it, again, you cannot pick and choose, yeah. but you cannot generalize and say that all people that are protesting are doing these damages because I've been, I've been prote- protesting since Saturday, except yesterday I took a day off, you could say, uh, because I was mentally and emotionally like, Oh yeah. Higher. Yeah. And, and even seeing that sometimes I was walking and I'm like, this person is not even with us showing up through a break or something. They have their agenda. Something. Yeah. And then they left. So to me, it's like, they, they were not even with us. Yeah. But they, now they left with X, Y, Z, like, yeah. you know, and, and is the media going to show that? Is yeah. the five o'clock news going to show that? Of course they're not. Course there were not. a lot of positive things that happened through the protests where people were helping each other i would hear someone cough and um, i i actually was carrying masks i was carrying hand sanitizers nice um i was carrying gloves and i was like do you want a mask do you want gloves um yeah i had water on me too i'm like someone was coughing and and i heard her say i'm i'm thirsty she was talking to her friend not to me and i'm like do you want some water (laughs) <laughs> and like, I'm good. I'm like, I have a few. Um, yeah. People were giving granola bars. Um, that's so awesome. And you're not going to see that. And yeah. that's unity too. That's, that is you know, unity. But that's not a highlight because it's yeah. not going to sit well on the five o'clock news. They'd rather yeah. see people act stupid and it's not yeah. even about, you yeah. know, what we're yeah. trying to do. And to, also to, to another thing, everybody copes different in different situations. 
So if you and I, for example, were in a relationship and we're arguing, you might start throwing things. Yes. And I'm, <laughs> I, I, I might be telling you like, well, you, you got me angry because of X, Y, Z. And I might be just talking to you the way I'm talking to you now. But on your side, you're going to be throwing things at me, cursing at me. And I'm like, wait, 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 you don't need to do all that. Mm-hmm. But I cannot tell you how to react. I cannot tell you how to behave because the way I behave is going to be very different than yours. So same thing when you're in a protest. I'm not saying yeah. it's right or wrong, but if you are, if you, your cousin got killed, your dad got killed, your mom got killed because of, of everything that's going on. If I am so angry that I'm going to break a window and that's me coping with it again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but yeah, if, yeah. if that is what that person is feeling, I cannot tell them that's right or wrong because yeah. that's how they are feeling. And, and that's the thing, like, am I going to personally do it? Knowing myself, I wouldn't do that, but I'm not going to tell another person that is feeling stronger that that's right or wrong. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you got to eliminate the all because everybody's focusing on the all. Like, oh, there are all the protesters are looting. It's like, okay, you just controversed that completely in that whole same sentence looting and, and pro- protest that's no <laughs> it's like it's not even yeah. existing like and then the social media that like you said they trigger on on one so they're trying to get like other protesters are doing this like no people have their own agenda you got people who are setting us up you know undercover cops who i've seen i like i educated myself and i'm so grateful that the real truth is our phones this, you got to do a lot to fabricate that, you know what I mean? And post it up on live, you know? So that is our truth. That's our we- weapon. That is our defense. That is our everything right now is the, the camera, you know, our phones. Yep. And I actually, funny, but I always take two phones uh-huh. because my, my battery uh, like is yeah. gone fast. So sometimes I record it on one phone and I don't post that until later. Uh, and then on the other one, I'm going live so they could actually yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you can because you're running. You're running yeah. from, you know, from place to place. Like here downtown, when we were in front of the Trump Tower, they started throwing um, tear gas. So obviously everybody started running. We're in the middle of the bridge. So we have to run because we yeah. don't know what's happening. Sometimes you're so far away that you can't see. Yeah. And you, all you see is people coming at you. So, of course, you're going to, like, run, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you hear a, a noise, you're going to react. And, and that's also human behavior, yeah. you know? Like, it, it is what it is. Again, it's part of the protest. Um, someone said, are you afraid of getting hurt in, in, in the protest? And I'm like, well, that's also something you have to ask yourself. Do I want to go? Because some people say, well, that's collateral damage. I'm like, it is. And you are it going in knowing something might happen to me. Am I okay with it? But that doesn't excuse cops from still, yeah. again, I, I'll speak from my personal experience. There was a situation where we were just on hold. We were not moving. They were literally blocking us. Mm-hmm. And a cop out of nowhere just came with his bike and hit us, like probably five, six of us, like literally hit us. And he was just trying to provoke us. And he, of none of the cops were doing anything, but he just like hit us. I like I, he hit me pretty much like here in, in lower and he just kept looking at me and Latino and he just kept looking at me and I, I said I'm like do you really think I'm stupid enough to actually yeah. react to what, that's what you're they're trying doing to though. do yeah that's what they're doing because like, yeah 
And I'm like, so you keep looking at me. Mm -hmm. I'm keep looking at you. Do you do you? I'll do me. But I am going to stand here. I'm like, so we could look at each other. I'm like, by the way, you're cute. And, <laughs> what, and I only said that just to get him. Yes. Like, smart. Hey, that's smart. <laughs> and when, when I said that, he kind of like did, did a little smirk. I'm like, look, you're doing what you need to do on your end. But please understand, I'm trying to do what I can on my end. So why are you being so aggressive? And funny yeah. enough, the f and this was four years ago, funny enough, like the following day after that incident, I saw him again. He just waved at me. Like he was <laughs> on his bike, waved at me. And I just like, I had a huge sign, so I waved at him. Um, and even sometimes you have to talk to, to them to maybe, not all of them, but yeah. maybe get a different reaction and, yeah. and try to get them like to understand certain yeah. things. It's majority of the time it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes you have to try it too to, yeah. to get a dialogue in and, and, and to speak as to why you're also there. Yeah. And this is, again, not helping. I'm going to now change the subject a little to not helping each other with our own community as yeah. black and brown. And yeah. I'll, I'll speak this. I've also had, have had reactions where sometimes I've been asked on social media or within the protest, why are you here if that's not your issue? And I've told those people I'm here because exactly of that, because we have to unite. And if you're, you're questioning me being here where I'm trying to support you, you're already like not helping the situation yeah. because the more we get together, the more we are united and it's better for the message as to what you're trying to, to do and, and, and accomplish. And again, going with social media, I was always like, I was pretty much within the first three rows of the protest. I always try to go to the front. Yeah, yeah. And what was funny with news and newspapers is that you would only see Black people uh, being upset. So you would only see when they would like mm -hmm. do this upset. and upset. Uh -huh. But you don't see all of uh, all of us. All the color, shades. all the color. Yeah, you don't uh -huh. see that because they don't want to see that. They just want to show the angry black person. And it's like that's also not right from the media. And you have to make them accountable. Like I, um, a Hispanic network um, said to me, "What do you tell those people that are stuck here that you are delaying them from getting home because we were stopping them on Lakeshore Drive here in Chicago?" And it was during peak hours. So it was like five or six. This mm -hmm. was again a few, a few years ago. And I told the reporter, I'm like, well, it is an inconvenience for them. They might be here for an hour or two. Um, however, they are going to get to go home and see their families. What do you have to tell to all of the families that are not going to see their brothers and sisters get home tonight? She wow. had nothing to say. She literally <laughs> said, well, thank you so much. All right. <laughs> She walked away. She, I like, this gotta, one's a smart one. I got to go. I got to run. I got to run. <laughs> but you also have to challenge reporters because sometimes yeah. they are going to throw a question at oh, you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I always make it, not because I want to be a, a, on TV or anything, but I always want to educate people, um, Hispanic specifically. Mm -hmm. If I see a reporter and, I don't, and I'm seeing that they're – doing an interview with X person and I don't feel that that person conveyed yeah, the message. Yeah. Yeah. Then I do jump in and I'm like, do you do mind it. if you, you know, like, can I get a quote or blah, blah, blah. And I always like try to chime yeah. in um, because if I feel like, oh, this person is also sounding ignorant and it's not yeah. helping us, 
Like, yeah. let me just say something different because yeah. it, it's not going to be the message that I want Hispanics to also hear, you know? Yeah. Because the minute, and then unfortunately with Hispanic culture, they see something on TV, it's like, you see, I heard it at the five o'clock <laughs> news, you better not go up. So <laughs> educate your mom or dad because they'll right. see the five o'clock news and like, I told you because, you know, well, back in the day it was Christina, which was to us, <laughs> o- Oprah. <laughs> Christina said XYZ on her show. It's like, no. So even with, with those things, again, it's educating people, whether people that are protesting, whether they're reporters, uh, again, taking the conversation at, at home and challenging your own family. Like, I feel at the end of the day, you do have to challenge your own family yeah. because you're not going to feel that they're sometimes I'm not going to understand it. Even yeah. me, I, I get challenged by my own um, uh, family at times where they're like, well, well like, why? You know, like, yeah, why like it has nothing to do with us or something like that, huh? Mm-hmm. But that's, I think, I think that's what really makes this stand out. I guess that's why when I was saying earlier how I get it more now, because the reason why we're saying that Black Lives Matter is the fact that this concerns all of us. And I know I'm saying all, but us as a whole entire race of humankind, you know, it, this affects us all because, and it, it's, it's just amazing how you see the world, the whole world, marching and walking and protesting with us. And then you, I sit back sometimes as an American, I'm like, if the whole world can get it, why can't we? Like, and, and also um, going with our how we live in the world today, we live in a uh, social media world. Mm -hmm. And some people, which I found extremely interesting, is that they have huge followers, but they were afraid to put anything because they were afraid to lose followers. And to me, to me, it's like, that says a lot because it's not just posting a black square. It's like, I did my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about myself uh, because if you were to also ask me like, well, I posted what's next. You also, again, it goes on you. Well, what can I do locally in my own community to help out? You were saying you don't, you hate that there were people breaking into your little store here in the corner. Mm-hmm. I saw a post, a lot of posts where it's like on Tuesday, we're going to be cleaning, blah, 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 blah. Well, if you were against the protest, well, go clean then. Go help yeah. your neighbor. And yeah. Clean. Yeah. So, so do something, do, do also something, but if you're so afraid or you just want, and I actually haven't posted that video, which I am going to post, yeah. this girl was recording herself um, helping a store, but at the beginning of the video, um, you'll see that she is pretty much like pretending to help. And then you flip the image and cause someone was recording her <laughs> and it was, it, it was the boyfriend just doing that picture so she could put it on her Instagram that she was doing something. Yeah. So it's like, it's also pathetic to, to see that a lot of people are doing things. I was told I was protesting because I was fishing likes and because I wanted likes. And that's, I, I was like, whatever. Uh, but there are a lot of people that will just put that black square and see, well, you see, I do help. I do protest. And yeah. to me, it's, like, it's, more than, it's more than a black yeah. square. Yeah. The movement is not just one post and that's it. It's not reposting things. It's actually doing something. It's emailing people. It's calling locally to your authorities, making mm-hmm. the change, 
putting the pressure on them. So when it comes to social media, you do have to put that also out there. It's not just doing something and now you feel good for yourself. You're being selfish if you're going to do that. Then you're not doing it for the right reasons. You're yeah. doing it for you yeah. because you want to come across like this great human being that yeah. did a great post. And it's not about that. Yeah. That's also not... I, I say people protest differently. And if you yeah. are going to use your social media, do it for others. Don't do it for your own advantage because it's not about that. Then you're losing focus and it's yeah. about you. Yeah. And on Tuesday, I was calling people out on that. I was like, today's not about you. It's not about your brand. It's not about your selfies. It's not about you at the gym. Even a lot of um, go-go dancers that I follow, they were doing that or their only fans page. Uh. Um, and I was like, it's such a turnoff. Only one person here locally I saw that he put, I'll send you, I'll send you a nude for 20. I'll send you a 50 for a video. And I'm donating all of that protest to this organization. He was the only one. And I wow. know him. And I think I, I've and seen I, that before. Yeah, I think I've seen that. I, I know him and I do believe he is going to do that. But he was the only person that said, I'm going to use my body to get, yeah, you know, for... get you to send me money. But I'm going to use this money. And then I'm going to use it for this organization. He was the only one that I, that I saw. But everyone yeah. else, you also have to challenge them, not just because you find a, a, a porn star or, a, a, <laughs> you know, someone that you find attractive. Oh, I'm not going to speak up. Like, you have right. to speak up and challenge them. At the end of the day, you have to challenge everyone, whether you, you find someone attractive or not. Again, family or, and, or anybody. Man, talk about opening that up. <laughs> I mean, you, that's why I say you also have to challenge your own community. Yeah. As a gay person, I'm not going to just sit there and have all of these gay people bash the protests and say, F this, F that. It's like, no, we're, we're, remember your own riot? Remember your own protest? So it's yeah, what did you have to do to get there? You know, yeah. You have to challenge people. You always have to, to to challenge people, and it starts with your own. Again, I'm emphasizing your own group, but your own family, your own group. So if you're gay, then challenge that. If you're Latino, challenge that. Like challenge your own people, because if you don't, then you're also not making a change. Just right. like we say, like, and I was thinking about it today before even. Um, I'm like, well, what can I tell talk to you about today? <laughs> but I, I was actually thinking about this. You know how we saw the, the video of George yeah. and, and we kept emphasizing that we should make accountable all of the four cops and we kept saying like, we, this needs to be across the board, all four. Just like we kept saying all four need to speak up and do something. That's the same thing I feel with people right now, specifically in social media. Mm -hmm. If you're also not speaking up, and not saying anything, you are like those three other cops. You're yeah. just watching On things. You're just letting things like go. And then tomorrow I'll wait and I'll just put a picture of my daughter and mm -hmm. a picture of my whatever. <laughs> but if you, you, you also are not doing anything and just kind of like silent, you are also indirectly part of the problem because yeah. you, you have to speak up. There is no excuse at the moment like for anybody not to speak up. Yeah. And it could, be, it, it could be with anything you agree. You could even say, I don't want this to happen, but I understand this movement because of that. Like you have, again, I keep repeating the word challenge. You have to challenge people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, before I forget, what was it that I was thinking? 
the world, a lot of, a lot of us, um, and I'm just saying that as in the general, not putting anybody in a box, but a lot of us think the world owes something. The world, everything is about us, you know, when it comes to social media and opinions, you know, it's like, well, it's about me and how I'm feeling, you know? And it's like, when you put yourself out there, you have to realize it's not always all about you because we have such this mentality out here. Like, it's about me and not your opinion on what you think, you know? And that's ignorance. That's inner ignorance in a box, if I, if I say so myself. You know, because mm-hmm. there's a, and you can see it, a lot of them that it's, it's about them. You know, you got the people who own some of these, not own places, but um, just the way they kind of act out on here on the social media, they forget that this whole thing is showing you that it's not all about one in particular person. It's all about all of us. It's, it's not just about you. It's not just about you. We are marching so we can get rid of that. It's only about this one person. We're trying to march beyond that. A lot of people will say, you know, oh, that's dishonoring George Floyd. And like, he was just a cherry on top. Yes. That was, he was the last straw, basically. That's why I was like, oh, hey, you know what? We got to do something because it's not going to change. We know that we've been knowing this has been existing. It's just finally someone got it on film. And it's sad that it had to come to that. But in a way, there's always got to be a sacrifice, you know, to make a change. You know, and it's sad it has to come to that. You you won't believe this is happening by word of mouth. It's like, we're trying to tell you this. Like, well, I don't see nothing. So it's not happening. That's ignorance because people always got to believe what they see. And it's like, why do you got to see it to believe that we're going through this? I'm just, just listen, they just killed someone. So they just killed this person because it's not recorded. So you don't believe me. No, I, you know, I don't believe it. You know, and it's just, it's just ignorance. It's just ignorance at its, at its most. And I'm just, I'm thankful and I'm sad that it had to take that to make this move. But I'm also grateful for the sacrifice that, that was made because I feel bad of the whole situation going down just for a simple something. I remember seeing it on Twitter that a uh, non-Black guy, he was a Caucasian, um, saying that he too, you know, with the whole $20 thing, um, he also got arrested, but he wasn't planted face down and he's still alive. He, and he himself even said, this is white privilege. You know, I, I applaud a lot of the Caucasians out there that are actually stepping up and just showing this is white privilege, you know, over the minorities and whatnot, that they are telling you, yeah, it, I don't have to fear anything. I can go outside and not fear anything. Why should I be scared just going to take a jog in the morning? Why do I have to be scared to do that? Because someone feels uncomfortable because maybe I have a hoodie because it's cold outside, you know, but I look like I'm about to, I'm about to steal and rob at, really? Just because you are misunderstanding, you're scared of what you don't understand, you know? So, well, I mean, there has been situations where they were not even in the street, they were in their own home. So to me, it's like, you cannot, now I cannot be in my own home because now I'm in fear. And I say me, but with, with incidents no, that I know happen. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's like, how, how? Like, you, you, you cannot be peacefully now in your own house because something can happen. Like that, and that's the part where I feel like if you're, if you're Caucasian, you're right here. Automatically, you're up here. So you, what are you doing to then help out all of us as minorities? And if you're a minority, which you're here, then you are supposed to fight so we could then be equal. You know, and that's the part where I feel like a lot of minorities forget 
the struggle, forget where they are now because they didn't live it. They didn't experience it. They didn't have to go through that. So now it's easy for a young person to say, well, I don't understand these protests, but if I then tell you your own story, your own riots, your own things, then maybe you'll understand. Maybe not, but you know, you, you have to make changes and uh, no one is okay with change. I, I think a lot of people struggle with change, yeah. but if, if we don't make a change, then we're not moving forward. We're just standing there and mm-hmm. you, you know, do it, do we actually want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I definitely, definitely agree. Um, how long have you been being an activist? Like, how long have you been doing this? I mean, officially, officially, or honestly, <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Uh, <laughs> how many years have I been? So I'm 40. Again, I'm 40. And I'm glad you're so, proud of that too. Do not, no, I'm just because you know, people try to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, um, no, you know I'm no, glad. No, no. no, I am very grateful. I'm like, yes, that's right. I'm 40. Uh, <laughs> I would say I've been doing this now for maybe 17 years, I think. Wow. Give or take. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Um, I've lost friends along the way. Um, I, again, it's about challenging, but I'm currently separated. But with my husband, I challenged his best friend Uh to the the point where I was disinvited from his wedding. So my husband went to the wedding. I didn't because we started talking about politics and how Uh, he he is more, I'm not going to say a a Republican, but it kind of leans that way. But, you know, I've lost friends along the way. I've lost uh, family members that I don't speak to, um, co-workers. Um, This past week, I've been, I mean, right now I'm on Facebook jail time, like I had mentioned to you, but I have been unfollowed, um, blogged, recorded. Um, People have DM'd me and said, you know, you're a terrorist. you are this, that. Uh, people have threatened me to actually like, like do stuff. Uh, and sometimes people ask me, are you scared? I'm like, nope, I am not. I'm not challenging people to come and do something to me. But nope, I can't. I'm not going to just, you're not going to intimidate me. If that's your, your objective, some people kept, uh, a specific person just kept messaging me and saying things. And I'm like, do you understand? I mean, we could be doing all, all day, like do yeah. this, but you're not going to affect me at, at all. You could say anything, anything to me. It's not going to affect me. I've, I've heard everything negative there is to say from me being gay to me being an immigrant, me having HIV. Like I've been through so much that people have thrown at me that it's yeah. like, you're really not going like, to affect me. That's it? Is that all you got to say? Anything new? <laughs> that's like, not in the book that know, I, I I mean, people have come at me many times, but it has only made me stronger to the causes that I feel passionate about. Mm -hmm. And when you're coming at me, the first thing I do actually, if it's on social media, I go to their profile and I kind of go back and read and like blah, blah, blah. And then if I catch something, I'm like, well, what happened with, and I take a Ah! screenshot. I go, how about, how about here? What happened here? Uh. Because you you said this. Um, So doesn't this contradict what you're telling me right now? And I go personal. I sometimes, I, and it, 
call it what it is. But sometimes yeah. I do, I do say, even recently with a woman, she said something very, very stupid. I went on her profile. I saw she had three, three granddaughters. Uh-huh. I did a screenshot and I sent it to her. I'm like, is this the message you want for your three granddaughters? Is this what you really want to tell them? I'm yeah. like, how about it? How about if they were in danger? How about if someone were to kill them? I'm not wishing that upon you, but what would you do? I'm like, I'm a hundred percent sure that if your three granddaughters were to get killed right now, you were be with me on the streets. I'm like, say something different, please. I challenge you. And right. she never replied. Right. She never replied after that. You better so, know your opponent, okay? That's all <laughs> I gotta say. Because a lot of people are ignorant. They're ignorant. They just want to say something because they feel like it's right. You are entitled to know what you're thinking, but know who you're throwing it at. Or sometimes you have to, again, you have to throw humor. I grew up yes. um, and I grew up in a place here called uh, Little Village, which is primarily Hispanics, which is considered the ghetto. Mm-hmm. Um, but even now, and I go, again, it goes based on how you look. Sometimes you have to use humor to get people's like, point across. So sometimes I have that look. I may be gay, I may look like this, but I am from the ghetto, so you better be careful. <laughs> because don't let, don't let this fool yeah. you, because no. You know, um, and it I goes like it up. I will, let's go. Right. Hold, <laughs> hold on. I'm like, hold, hold, hold on. <laughs> you know, and again, it goes, unfortunately, people see this and they might think something different. They might even ask me, well, you've never been through a lot. What have you gone through? Um, and just, again, based on what they might be looking at. And, and I do, anybody that goes into my Instagram, not recently, but like all back, there's a lot of selfies of me. So anybody that may not know me may think just specifically on mm-hmm. Instagram, it's all about him. It's all about like selfies all the time. And if they want to have that perception, it's have okay. It. Right. But when it comes to like these things, like I don't care what perception you have. I don't care if I don't post things. I don't care if I do things that I'm, I'm never going to post. If I'm volunteering somewhere, you're never going to see it because yeah. I'm not going to post it. Yeah. Um, if someone catches it and they post it, that's a little different. But <laughs> I'm not going to do it because they don't need to know that. And I feel a lot of people should do things not expecting to let me throw a picture exactly. in. Um, because I want them to know that this is why I'm doing it. Again, the minute you're doing that is because you're just doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for the movement. You're not doing it for the right message. You're just doing it because you wanted a cute selfie um, said that you were in that event protest or whatever, you know? Yeah. Now you've kind of touched on it a little bit, but how, how how important is it of your state of mind? Like how do you prepare yourself when you walk out that door? when it's dealing with like a protest or anything like that, like how important is it of your state of mind? Like, you know, you gotta be saying you got, you know, it's like, you're obviously prepared for war in a yeah. sense, you know, cause you don't know who's going to ask a question. You don't know what to expect out there, you know, how important is it? And how, like, how do you prepare yourself like mentally? Well, I always, one, I always go alone. I like to go alone because I don't want I mean, if someone says, hey, Armando, can I go with you? Sure. Most of the time, 99% of the time, I go alone because I don't want people to be in jeopardy or 
I wouldn't even feel right if something happens to them. Like mm-hmm. I, I do my own thing because I can, I pre- like you said, like how do you prepare yourself mentally? I know that I, I need to be focused. So if I need to run, I'm going to run. If I need to jump a fence, I'm going to jump a fence. I, and I'm not going to almost be distracted if I have someone yeah. there. Like I don't want to be thinking so much. I want to be more alert of what's going on. Um, how do I react? How do I help people in the same, in the protest yeah. too? Because if someone is like, someone fell, I turn around, I'm like, come on, let's go. Or let me grab your backpack. And I start running with them or whatever. Like I'm more alert and focused on what's going on in the movement. Do I get emotional? Yes. Sometimes when we're wa- walking, um, literally walking, that is just peaceful and we, we're not running anywhere. Yeah. And I see, I see signs. I, I see the unity. I do cry at those moments. Uh, do I tend to get emotional? I don't want to get emotional in, in the protest because to me, it's like I'm losing focus, but I'm also human. I'm feeling it at the moment. There has been um, situation. Four years ago, we, did, we went to a, a popular event here, which is called the Taste of Chicago. And we actually invaded the Taste of Chicago. We all got on the floor. And we were dead silent, quiet for like five minutes or so. But that alone, it was so quiet that mm-hmm. I started to cry because it's like, how, how can you not feel this energy right now? So there are moments where I cry. Normally, I'm just very alert and focused. And I t- only after I get home, I do give myself like yesterday, a, a day where I'm like, okay, like I, I just need to like not see stuff and even mm-hmm. that i always say i always say i'm not but i'm always like still on on social it's media. easy it's like a habit it's like an addiction <laughs> so but i try to like not uh, think about it at the moment because i feel like i'm gonna lose focus as to what we need to do and, and i should just be alert uh, again because it's kind of like at work you don't know what's going to happen yeah and you have to be alert all the time because things can happen very quick where you are walking and suddenly people are running, you have to run, you have to jump, you have to do what you have to do, you know, yeah. with the possibility again that something may happen. And you also have to go with that mindset of like something may happen recently, which I never have thought about it. Um, uh-huh. Well, bef- actually, no, before when I was with my husband, he would always know my location of where I was. And I would always say, like, if something happens, like, you know, this is what, or I'm at 10% exactly. battery. Smart, yeah. Uh, but like now recently that I'm separated, a friend of mine, she's like, I know you're going to be out there. Can you please share your location? Yeah. Because I still want to know okay. if I don't hear from you by 8 p.m., then, you know, I'm going to call. Yeah. So things like that where I feel like if I could give any advice to anyone that's going to go, always go prepare for the unexpected. Always tell someone where you're going. Share yeah. your location. Uh, or if you cannot share your location update them every hour or two send a text hey i'm okay something where it's you know uh, uh, you're informing someone where you are in case something happens to you Um, so that's also important if you really want to go out there and and do do stuff make a change (laughs) (laughs) um do you think parenting or who you surround yourself with has an influence on an individual on how they see the world? Yes, totally. I think the way you raise your kids, mm-hmm. they're going to have a, already a mindset of perception of people. Because if we see kids, mm-hmm. little kids, yeah. they play with whomever. They, they don't, don't see care. color. They don't see no change. It's like, that's my friend. 
Yeah. You know? And the, the minute they are a little older, five, six, then you hear the parent, well, don't go with that kid. Yep. Don't do that. And yep. I think that then the kids are to ask themselves, well, why not? Uh-huh. And then as a teenager, you're hearing more ignorance and more ignorance. Then, of course, I say ignorance, but in your own little world, you were raised that way. So to you, it's the right thing. Because to you, that's the norm. And, yeah. and to me, it's like, and I get that. And I understand that to a certain extent. Because yeah. then later on, and I'm not excusing it, but let's pretend I'll excuse yeah. teenagers. Mm-hmm. But when you're already an adult, and you already know right from wrong, and you already know all of the things on, on, on our society, but you still want to excuse it. Well, I was raised this way. I was raised this way. No, no. To me, it's yeah. like you're, you're, no. You can no longer excuse how your parents told you what was right as an adult now. You're accountable for your own actions. So that's don't right. tell me I was raised that way. Don't mm-hmm. tell me that's, that's the only thing I saw because you, that's just a lame excuse. You have to educate yourself because unless you were in an all white school, and never got to interact with any other race ever in your life. And mm-hmm. you're an adult and you somehow interacted the first time as an adult with someone that was not, uh, maybe I'll give you a pass, maybe. Yeah. But if you were in school, guess what? In school, they taught you history. And in history, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of mixed cultures. So right. <laughs> even that, you have to ask yourself, well, what happened with the Indians? What happened here? Like, you, you have to ask yourself those questions. So there is, yes, that, that can happen. But to a certain extent, then after that, you have no excuse as yeah. to why you shouldn't educate yourself at, at all. But parents, unfortunately, do have a lot of influence on us mm-hmm. as, as kids. Uh, but then, again, I'm using the same word. You have to challenge your own parents. And then uh, yeah. the thing is, is that our parents are teaching us in how to grow up in a world where it doesn't exist. Why? Because when they were our age, the world was very different. Mm -hmm. Just like when I was 15, when I was beat up at 15, it was a very different world because I felt comfortable calling the cops. If you were to tell me now to call the cops, do I still trust some of them? Mm -hmm, I do. But part of me is like, like, am I hesitant? And even in, in, Again, people react very differently, but even with now that I just said that, I remember a specific incident where uh, my husband and I, we were driving, they stopped us. And the first thing the cop said to us is like, aren't you guys supposed to be on the north side? Because Boys Town is on the north side of where we were. We were on the south side. Yeah. So I'm like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, well, you guys, aren't you, aren't, are you supposed to be on the north side? I'm like, what do you mean by that? And I started to get upset. And of course, my husband, he's or ex-husband, he's like, he's calm like, down, huh? <laughs> he, he, he grabbed me and kind of like, and, and I was like, I grabbed this and I'm like, no. Oh. And I'm like, what are you trying to say? And I started to confront. But again, I look this way. So of course, he didn't say anything or say much. He's like, here, you, you, could, you guys can go. Yeah. He didn't say anything. But, you know, things like that can happen. And some people are going to... Re- act a certain way but i don't know it's it's just difficult at times yeah wow and you're a radical one (laughs) (laughs) i i mean i don't know why i i honestly if i were to tell you how my family is i'm the wild card i guess because i've never been um i've never 
I'm the most outspoken one in my family. Um, none of my family is outspoken. They're outspoken within the family. To of course. Argue, of course. But I'm the only one that has been acting this way for, for years. I think you've educated yourself on unfamiliar grounds. Yes. And that's what makes you stand out and be able to be very outspoken. You know, surrounding yourselves on unfamiliar territories and learning about that. You know, and, so, and sometimes it's uncomfortable, and sometimes yeah. it's still okay to ask. Yeah, uh, like like Tuesday when I started to see at midnight the the hashtag. I'm like, am I supposed to just put a black square? I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Exactly. I, I was thinking it's sick because I saw it right, yeah. and I was doing it, and then I saw something later. Like, wait, hold up. Oh, you know, yeah. and, you and to- then I. My first, my first initial hashtag, hashtag was Black Lives Matter. And yeah. And a, a friend of mine DM me and he's like, dude, change that. It's not supposed to be that. It's supposed to be this. I'm like, thank you for telling me. And yeah. he's like, and, and you could continue to post and you could do this and you could yeah. do that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you yeah. for telling me. And I'm like, well, since you, since you DM me, I like, can ask you a question. He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, can I do this, 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 this? Yes, you can. I'm like, okay, good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, I was thinking the same. I was like, don't post anything. You know, I'm like, don't say nothing. You know, I was like, but then when you think about it, wait, that, that's the wrong message. You know, we're trying and, to like and, and And then I, uh, I started to see, because it took me a few hours. It literally took me a few hours. I'm like, to, I'm like what am I supposed to do today? Like, am I supposed to not do right. So How can I, you know? Yeah. We'll break so the rules. Like, and then I even said to myself, I'm like, I'm not supposed to talk today because maybe it's not just, like today's literally just African-American people speaking. So yeah. I should not say nothing. So it took me a few hours to actually, but I did ask around. I'm like, hey, am I supposed to do this? Is this okay? Can I do that? Can yeah. I not do that? So then when I started seeing it, it on others, on social media, then I was telling them, hey, you can't do this. Hey, you're supposed to do this today. Hey, just remember, today's about this. So then because someone, again, educated me on it, then yeah. I was telling others, like, don't do that. Or, hey, just so you know, I don't yeah. know if you're aware. And I think that that goes back to, like, about your first question, like, how do you become an activist? You, you also have to ask around. You also have to, like, inform and learn and not be yeah. shy about asking questions and even if they're ignorant questions, because sometimes you may ask them in their ignorant questions, like, is this okay to do? Yeah. And, you know, your own friends, your own community can say like, no, that's, a, no, please yeah. don't use that. Yeah. But how would or you that, know if you don't ask? Uh-huh. Or they could even say like, oh, this might sound a little, I actually, I did it last night. I was, I always send my post to a few people before nice. I post it. My I'm like, how do you think, what am I trying to say here? And they're like, well, this, I'm like, no. Let me fix it up. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm like, That's what, good. What, what about this? What about this? And they're like, well, what are you trying to say? I'm like this. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. And, and I, I do it for a few reasons. One, because I still struggle, um, at least um, grammatically, sometimes to convey my message. So I do ask people around, like, hey, what about this? What about, is, is this yeah. accurate? Um, but I still ask around. I'm not shy about it because, again, like you're educating yourself and you're educating others. Um, mm-hmm. So it is important, you know. Yeah, that's so good, though. That- <laughs> I mean, let's keep it's it like real. It's like a proofreading, and that's that's yes. good. Yeah. Even again with the square, like I I kept seeing it, but let's keep it real. Like you have to like sometimes ask. Yeah. It. And if it, especially if it's not again within your own group, so I'll speak like I'm. Hispanic, but if I'm posting on something else, 
other an, another group, then I have to be informed. I'm like, can this be, can this sound ignorant if I'm posting it? Like you have to ask questions and figure things out on, mm -hmm. on your own. And I think the best advice is ask your friends because they know that you're not coming from a, a bad place. They'll understand the message yeah, you're trying really, to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, if, if you ask complete strangers, they're probably going to say, no, you're this or that. But ask your own circle of friends and, and tell them, how does this sound? How, you know, is this okay? And you'll get the best response. And, and that's, again, how you could start being an activist and how you could start, like, speaking on others just by asking around and getting informed and, and educated on the matter. Yeah, I, I agree on that, too, because... Um... I like writing um, in-depth messages when it comes to my writing, uh, especially on Facebook, uh, you know, versus posting pages, I do more writing on there. And for my birthday this past weekend, I had, I, I woke, like I, I say all the time, like I woke up crying, you know, just because of what's going on and just, just really, really hurt, you know. I was angry the, the last day, but the day before I was so angry. I was, I almost posted a really bad podcast episode just coming out and like you know what i recorded one uh, but that's not going up because i was yes. reacting out of anger which is not the way i want to go about things you know and so i never really said some, but sometimes you are going to do that um yes and you're going to fall into that i did that on facebook three days ago where i was feeling so much that i'm like nope i'm not gonna allow it so my whole branch was like look thank you for allowing me to to see your true colors and now I know what you did like these past days. So in the future, when you're asking for help, when you're saying, oh, what about my group? What about this? I'm going to call you out and say, yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to bring those receipts and I'm going to say like, remember this? Nope. Yeah. You're not getting my empathy. And yeah. some people's like, some people said, Armando, that was a bit harsh. I'm like, I, I, I don't care. <laughs> but I got, I got, I got so involved. Yeah. And involved that you will fall into that where sometimes you might post things that because you were so angry, but then again, it's taking accountability. You have to yeah. go back then and say, if someone says something to you, like, yeah, I, I, I meant it. And that's where I felt. And I'm not yeah. going to apologize for it. You know? Yeah. Unless and, you're being ignorant, then of course. Apologize. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I totally agree on that too, because I, I feel like, um, just as myself, I, I hold myself always accountable. And if someone calls me out and says something, I am the first one that will say like, oh, I didn't see it that way. You know, like maybe I will remove or, which is rare. I rarely ever remove anything. I'm like, well, you know, thank you for pointing that out. I'm not ashamed of that. Um, and I'm glad you shared with me, you know, how that made you feel. And I'll ask mm -hmm. somebody else, cause just like you do your proofreading, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll send that either to my mom or um, some of my friends who have that similar mentality like I do. And I'll ask them not to agree with me, but do you see anything wrong with this? Or what are your thoughts? You know, and they'll read it and they're like, wow, that's, that needs to be out there, you know, or something like that. So it's always good to get another's opinion sometimes on things, not to stop you from leaping Mm -hmm. out of faith on some things, you know, to see what it's going to do, because I, how else are we going to learn if we don't at least attempt or try to do it, you know, because you, life is always a learning lesson, and there's always so many things, and mistakes don't exist unless you learn from it and make it better, you know, so I do look back on my life with, like, no, did you make a mistake? Like, no, because if, without those mistakes, it wouldn't have been a learning block for me to become who I am now, 
So well, I I always tell people you are where you are for the things that you did and the things that you did not do. Because even the things that you didn't do mm -hmm. allowed you to be here for right. those things that you stopped yourself from doing and, yeah. and never did anything. That's why yeah. you're here. And for the things that you actually did, that's why you're also here too. Yeah. 100% agree on that. Um, do, you think, do you think America will ever understand equality? And do you think me and you will live to see that? We're not. Unfortunately, yeah. I would say like, we are not. I mean, I would pray about it, you know? I, I hope. I hope you know? I get to live like, well, I'm 40 already, so. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be 79 and see it change? I will be able to die Maybe. in peace. <laughs> uh, I don't think that we yeah. will in our own lives, but I think that's exactly the point with what we're doing now. Uh, that, And I even posted uh, yesterday and today, um, children and and mm -hmm. i said we're we're doing it for you yes you know, we're we're doing these things for you because even one post that caught my attention last night um cute little baby but the message is it's like very clear it's like when do i go from cute to dangerous i saw yeah i saw that and one, to yeah. me to me when i saw it, i'm like because the first reaction i went like oh he's so cute and then i read the 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 thing i'm like makes sense like it makes yeah. perfect sense like and it's speaking uh, uh, again about our own um our own community as uh within the lgbtqai um community that even <laughs> xyz um, uh, xyz <laughs> i'm like trying to remember everything you have to laugh at that though you know what i mean we have to <laughs> uh even with that some some people i did call them out because some people when they they're very, very attract, attracted to the urban culture and, and black or mixed men, again, gay or, or women. Yeah. They're very about that, right? But when it comes to like this, they don't say anything. Like, like they're quiet. They're very, yeah, they're very quiet. So it's like, you, you like everything. You yeah, like right. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> You're, you're like about that bedroom, right? Right. You're about that bedroom, but when it comes to a stand, like, oh, you, you know, yeah. it was good and, while it lasted. <laughs> and to me, it's like, mm -mm. you open right. your mouth for things, then, <laughs> then open your mouth for other things. Right. So. Right. And that's so true. You know, as yeah. as as it may sound, but that's that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, and 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 again, I do see it even with with some well actually surprisingly and i'm not like people here in chicago dm me and were surprised as to how active i was with this movement um because some thought i would fall into that what we're just speaking about just that fetish or that thing gotcha. where, uh, you know of just me being attractive in a way just to that and i'm like no i'm like mm -mm. like yeah. even <laughs> now i'm gonna put my um i guess i'm gonna just throw myself on the bus with this <laughs> but even a, a a friend that i have where we you know have our fun he messaged <laughs> me he he's like i'm very surprised like i honestly thought it was just you know that yeah us playing and that's it but i'm genuinely surprised to see that because i i, ha I don't know the guy like a lot and again i'm putting myself with this information <laughs> but but and i'm keeping it real like i've known him for a, a couple of months and he was surprised to to see that so you know 
it, I don't know, even with our own community, our own gay people, it's like you, yeah. you have to call them out. Right. They don't like you. Right. Black me, I don't care. <laughs> but it's the truth. Because you jump on that real quick, so why aren't you jumping on this? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Um, okay. If an individual came up to you and they said that they wanted to be an activist, what would you tell them? If they wanted to start being an activist, I say start with what counts the most, mm -hmm. which is voting, because that's our primary voice. Um, before voting, which is in November, locally try to see who you're voting for in your in your own community. Like, uh, the, is he or she gonna protect me from from what I'm looking for? Um, mm -hmm that's a form of being an activist because you're protecting your own community um then from there try to then go from local to then your state well, regarding the state what are they going to do for us within our state and then from there obviously go bigger which is to then our president he or she what are they going to bring to the table that's a form of being an activist because then you're counting at the end of the day the most important things because we could go and protest every day. We could continue posting things on social media. That's really not gonna make so much change if at the end of right. the day, we don't go and, and vote. So right. it, it, people also don't see it as a form of, of an activism move that by voting and your voice does count. And even if you may think it doesn't, it does count. So I would say start by doing those things and then once you do that and, and start to ask yourself, you're going to follow groups. Once you follow groups that support your, your again, your same view or goal, within those groups, they're going to have meetings. They're going to have, um, you know, activities where, you know, next Thursday we're getting together for blah, blah, blah. And then you start to, to get more involved with local um, events or uh, protest and and so on and then by doing that then you're obviously getting to more know people they'll invite you to things um they'll throw information in because sometimes even now with me sometimes they send me videos that i never watched yeah. um and then i just post because i'm like okay well this looks good um to what i wanna uh, the message that i'm trying to, yeah. to send out so even that helps too, but locally, I think start there and then, you know, you'll obviously do your own message, uh, what you want to achieve with, with, with the message and how to start. Nice. Um, one question for um, out there when you're out there, have you ever been in a protest where it kind of got like it went wrong as in like some incidents or being attacked or has anything negative came from it during the protest? So from all of them, um, this is the first time where I did get scared um, because it was the first time that I was experiencing things that I have never, I've mm -hmm. seen it on TV and I've yeah. seen it on social media, but I've never seen it with my own eyes. Um, one of the incidents was the... Um, um, they went into the Gucci store downtown. And, but again, these people were not people that were protesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. So when I was there, I literally heard um, a loud sound. So of course you turn around to see what's going on. But it be, that moment became surreal because I was recording and I'm like, should I be standing here? Should I walk away? Yeah. Should I report people that are stealing? Yeah. I didn't know the feeling because it was so new. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know how to understand. And then again, it's again, coping. I'm like, well, maybe because you also, you also have to quite like, you cannot say that all the people that were loitering are not protesters too, right? True, true. So I'm like, okay, maybe some of them went in. Like, <laughs> yeah, trying to make an excuse for them. Yeah, or something. I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, I need a bag, so let me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but part of me was just like, I didn't know that the feeling to that. But again, as we were marching, it did get violent where people being were being pushed. There was one situation where we were in front of the Trump Tower and the cops were hitting us on our ankles mm-hmm. to for us to then fall and drag us out uh, from the crowd. Mm-hmm. And when that was happening at that moment, I'm like, well, something's going to happen. Let me just be uh, prepared. This was the first time that I actually took uh, milk in case they would throw... Uh, pepper spray oh, on, oh, on so i had my milk on, on my backpack yeah um you know i'm like if anything because i was yeah. literally like a few um people in front of me then the the cops uh but i was in a very um in the mode of like if something happens what are you gonna do prepared yeah uh, but i was in fear and i was more in fear because this is also the first time that i go as a single man uh, because prior my I, again I was with my husband he knew where I was if something were to happen he would pick me up yeah yeah uh, but now this time around like I don't know what's gonna happen was I scared I saw a lot of more the cops more aggressive um, too yeah normally they were not I mean at times they have been but not to the extent of how they are right now um, so that was another added thing where it's like okay this is also a new behavior from them. Like, what am I supposed to do? How about they hit me? Like, yeah. so, you know, it, it, a lot of different things happen around. At least I'll speak here for, for Chicago. Uh-huh. The behavior of the protester was different and the behavior of the cops was very different too. Wow. Whew. Just that mentality you have to get yourself in. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Oh, man. Milk. Yes. And you, you, you go there too because... I saw it, at, I guess, to a lot of people, too. You could sometimes tell who goes there the first time, like who goes and protests because the way they're behaving and stuff like that. Um, I saw some girls, I'm like, I don't know. I I don't know. But they were wearing semi-high heels. I'm like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> they're, they, like their hair perfectly done. You know, yeah. Like done. Um, and I'm just thinking, like, like, what are you here for? <laughs> so, it, well, you could see my hair, but when I go, like, my hair is pulled back. Yeah. A hoodie or a hat. Like, yeah. I usually people, because sometimes you, you also have to be alert. Some of the um, protests happen quick. So sometimes I'm at home and they're like, hey, can you be here in an hour? I'm like, sure. 
boom, I like go quick. I'm not yeah. gonna be like, let me blow dry my hair. Right. What heels am I wearing? <laughs> this is short. What, what right. Well, and again, again with social media, what looks cute in the picture? If they take, you know, if I'm protesting, no. What if, they, what if the newscasters, they come to me and like, you know, interview me? I want to make sure I look good. <laughs> <laughs> because some people are going to be that way. But no, you could sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes you could tell when it's a new person protesting. Yeah. Um, that they want to do it more because it looks cute, you know? Yeah. And when you're really out there, you don't care how, honestly, how you look. Um, sometimes they could get a, a great shot of you. Uh -huh. um, where you're not aware, um, and that has happened to me, which those pictures I haven't like really posted um, because they're more meaningful to me, and I don't need to to see that or show that side. But there has yeah. been incidents where I've seen pictures. Even Saturday, a friend of mine on Sunday morning sent me a picture of me, and she's like, it, "This is you or your twin?" And a, a photographer took a picture of me as I was sitting. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. But wow. I didn't, like, someone, like, took yeah. it and then for my friends to recognize me. Yeah. Um, but you have to go, again, with the mentality. It's like, you're not there to take pictures. Or yeah. Someone, also, someone can take a picture yeah. of you and sit against you. So are you prepared for that as well? Because um, I posted a picture where I was in front of a Fifth Third Bank. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have been... DMing me that I broke that window uh, because I am standing in front of the uh, broken window. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I actually like, like that picture, by the way. I would love that one. That's the one I'm using to advertise this. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they, um, they, they, some of them claimed that I did that. Some of them um, said that they were going to report me with my job. Um, so you also have to take that into account. Yeah. Like, do yeah. you want to post a picture where they could use it against you? Can someone take a picture and use it against you? And if so, they might take that to your job. How is your job going to like react on? on yeah, that's um, right. With my previous employer, um, I don't know about this one, to be quite honest, but my previous employer, um, they knew that I would always uh, protest. Sometimes they're like, they would even come to me. They're like, Armando, what time is a protest? <laughs> and I, it starts here, it's gonna be here, try to go here, this is close. Okay, well, I'm leaving early today. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Because um, I was downtown at that time. Um, and I would leave the building with my big sign. Right. Um, and oh, I would just look way. at them. I'm like, yeah, that's right, I'm going again. So they, they knew like certain things. But those are also, I guess, other things that you have to consider when going protesting because do you want all that risk and if your answer is like no because i don't want it then i'm just gonna post on social media then that's okay too like you don't have to be there uh you know living it there or in the front line mm -mm, you don't have to do that as well yeah there's also ways of donating which is donate your own money to organizations mm -hmm. that are mm -hmm. for the cost that's also helping out too and that's a form of like reaching out the, the message so that's another added thing where it's like some people are like, well, what can I do? Well, you yeah. can do a lot of things at home. You could still do so much at home without necessarily being out there. I like the fact, I actually learned that actually for the first time, this go around is that there's so many ways of protesting because I used to think that I'm a bad person. I'm not out there, you know? Um, but then I realized, well, I'm going to really use my platform as a social media 
just to do anything I, that I can to create the awareness. And also it's like, I learned a lot funding, you know, um, social media, um, mm-hmm. talking even with the, that, uh, the image being all black and using your voice, you know, is a form of protesting. So it, it really, I learned a lot um, this go around. So I'm so, I'm actually very grateful that I did. And instead of going into it jaded, and not aware and being ignorant, you know, going to say, going in and saying something and not educating myself on what I'm talking about, you know, and try to see it from all avenues and all, all around just to see, okay, if I say this, um, is that correct? You know, historically wise, making sure I got everything correct. Or, um, if I put this out, um, how is that representing me? as someone who's seeing what's going on, you know, um, is it affecting it in a negative or positive way? Um, I'm someone I don't like being always in my head, but I am always in my head, <laughs> you know, yeah. that really puts me in a pause. But I know that on this one, I'm just like, bam, 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 <laughs> just post, you know, um, at first probably with anger, but other than just showing you positive, because I'm so grateful. I've cried so much seeing all the positive like the peaceful stuff going on. I've, I've cried when I seen the police walking, you know, with the protesters. I've cried when they're embracing with embracing each other, you know, um, speaking out that we're not like them, you know, and you, what do you want us to do? You know, Neil, it's just, it is, it's good to see that because I know we're always focused on the bat. In media, they're always, look at them, they're all, you know, all like, you know, all you cops are, they're not all, you know, no. you know, they're not all, there's some that are walking with us. So we, we need to also acknowledge that we can't acknowledge it because that just shows you there's a gap in there where that change is wanted. And so if we keep on focusing on all the bad, it's like, then we're going to have that negative um, opinion on them, just like they'll have a negative opinion on us, all those black saluters, you know, they're breaking into this place and that place. So it's so good to show both sides i should say because nobody's perfect we're not perfect you know we're gonna mess up we're gonna make mistakes you know but in some mistakes some mistakes are not mistakes they're intentions and there's a clear difference between a mistake and an intention you know and i'm just glad and grateful that that is being shown you know because i mean looters or whatever it could be intended like i'm going in there and i'm seeing people who are not just all black and looting i'm seeing all colors going up in there and i mean they look just like you said homegirl with the flat hair and heels i've seen people in heels and they're going with bags i'm like they weren't prepared to do that i'm like that ain't no protester that's like ooh, the, today they're looting i want to wear i hope they go in that gucci store because i'm ready i saw them heels i'm about to fight somebody <laughs> you know it's like well and sometimes sometimes i also feel because of everything that's going on you have to cope with it with laughter too. Yes. And with humor, um, yes. because it also helps us as individuals to cope with the situation um, and just to not be so overwhelmed to see all of this. Um, now that you're saying that, like a friend of mine, he posted, I was laughing, but I was like, what? I'm like, only you would put that. Um, again, I'm on the south side of Chicago, but uh, Boys Town to me, the gay community is on the north side. But he posted, if you're going to loot our boys town, I need poppers. Uh, so I was like, <laughs> really? And I was laughing, of course. Because yeah. I, mean, I, I know his personality. Yeah. And I know it's coming from a, uh, not a bad place or say yeah. It was humor. He's just, 
he always uses humor. Yeah. But I, it made me laugh. It genuinely made me laugh. I'm like, we oh, need that sometimes, though, you know? <laughs> yeah, like out of all things, you wouldn't say like, I, you know, I need poppers. So that made me laugh. Like, go get one I for me, thanks. <laughs> I kept seeing so much, like, so much things that it was just overwhelming. Yeah. And then I was scrolling and then I see that. And I just started laughing. I, I literally started laughing. Um, so sometimes it's also funny to cope with situations like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. Uh, laughter, I guess. Uh, yeah. Not make, not make fun of the situation, uh, you know, but just overall, like. Yeah. Uh, Making it a little lighter, you know, compared to yeah. how harsh it can be. Because we already know it's, it's, it's bad. It's just all, but why not put a little something in like to lighten it up? Like, well, da da da, you know, it's like, bitch, no, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm the same way. I, you know, I appreciate that because I am one that doesn't take everything serious. You know, it's like, well, it's not. That is kind of funny, you know. It's like, but so many people are so literal. It's it's saddening, you know. Yes. But it is what it is. It's it's our society, you know. Yeah, of course. Um, wow. So we're rounding up to my last few questions. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so. If you had an option to change anything in your life, would you, looking back on your life, would you change anything? No. And, and I say this, I generally say this. That's why I'm also grateful to speak about my age with, mm-hmm. with pride. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes negative things, at least for me, I'll speak for that. Um, made me the person that I am now because I wouldn't feel I would be me right now. Um, I, I, I guess the, the most for me it was when, when I was diagnosed with HIV, um, if I were to go back and tell myself, like, you know, would you change certain things but before getting infected? No, because as messed up as it sounds because of that specific incident, I changed my whole life around. I changed the, the person that I was, not that I was a bad person prior, yeah, yeah. but I just became more, I had more compassion for people, um, had more empathy for people. Um, so that negative thing helped me become a better person, I feel, um, and to send the message out that, you know, even me living with with HIV now, it's like I still want to show that side to people. It's like, look at me, and I'm healthy. I'm okay. Like I have a life. I yeah. have a normal life. Yeah. You could do the same thing. So, if I was to go back and change things, I think then we wouldn't even have this conversation because maybe I would be in a completely different state of mind or mentality. And I appreciate the things that have happened. So. That's why now I'm very, I, you know, like I'm 40, that's right. And yes, I, I've done yes. this and I've done that. Like I do it with pride because right. I'm grateful because of everything that, that I did before. So no, I genuinely, I wouldn't change um, <sighs> anything. What I do, would I change certain reactions that I had? Um, but this is more like in a personal level, like with family issues. Yes, my approach would have been different with certain word usage. I always say yes. Words are power, and sometimes you also have to be very careful with your words. So if I was to change anything, it would be my approach at certain situations with my yeah. word usage. Um, that's the only thing I would say, but as far as overall, no. Um, I, I feel 
content and happy with the things that I've done and, and not, not do. Awesome. Awesome. Um, this was my last question. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I agree with you hundred percent. Cause I'm, 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 I see life like that as myself. When people ask me anything like that, tell me like, mm, no, even if you were to ask me, would you do it all over again and be the same color? I'm like, heck yes, I'd be black again. Even though like, no, no, I love being black. I love my skin tone. I love where it comes from. I love my hair. It took a while for me to like that. Um, <laughs> cause it was complicated, but then it's like, you know what? I'm grateful for my hair. Cause this thing ain't like quote unquote nappy. I'm like, well, I wish I could wake up like that. Cause then you just need a brush brush and you good to go. I gotta be like, okay, do I use gel or should I cut it? It's just not doing what I want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, you know, so I completely agree. Like I, if I had that ch- choice, I wouldn't do anything over again. Like you said, if there were reactions, I probably would do the same thing too. Cause I got a mouth on me. So I know. Um, all right. So if there was a window that showed you your six year old self, and you had 10 minutes to tell them anything, what would you tell your six-year-old self? That there's going to be challenges where you are going to ask if you are doing the right thing or if you're following your heart. And if you are following your heart, then continue to make those decisions because everyone around you is making choices for themselves everybody's has their own path so they're making choices for them so don't allow people to make choices on your life and you make your own choices that you feel content that you feel happy with because you cannot live anyone else's life but your own and if that means not doing xyz because again to a previous question because that's not what your family taught you or what your religious belief is um but if it's making you happy now then continue to make those choices and you're gonna it's not gonna be easy and it's not gonna be what you want it to be um do you wish you could make things change? Yes, but you, you're not going to make those things change and that's okay. So just continue to focus on, on that and then you're going to look back and you're going to cry about it. You're going to think, I wish, you know, certain family would be different, but certain things in your life would be different, but continue to do it the way you're doing it right now and you're doing it great. Wow, thank you. That was good. <laughs> That was good. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, is there anything that you would like to add to our listeners and viewers once I do get this up? Is there anything that you would like to add or have any questions for me? Well, to add to, to our conversation today is there's a difference. Uh, I, or actually, I'm going to back that up to our dialogue today there's a difference between a conversation and a dialogue because we could be talking for hours and not get anywhere. When you're having a dialogue with someone, you're actually hearing them. Mm-hmm. You actually are trying to understand their point of view. Again, you may not agree, but you're hearing them. You're actually listening and paying attention to, to what they have to say. And I feel if, if you could do any change in your own life, have a dialogue with family, with your partner, with society, and, and try to see where they're coming from, why they're behaving that way, 
Why do they have that mentality? How can you change that mentality in the sense of like, they might never see my own journey and, and what I go through, but let me speak because I know that he is my friend, so he's gonna know that what I'm saying is the truth. If I tell him, look, at 15, this happened to me, at 23, this happened, at nine, whatever, they're gonna know my own journey, and maybe then they are gonna take it to their family. So, well, mm -hmm. you know what? My friend, whomever, said this, and I believe them, and you know, just like him, there's other people that go through it, and, just, and that opens up the conversation to then into a dialogue to say like, okay, then we could make a change. Um, so if I was to tell anybody that, like tell anybody that, it would be to, to have a dialogue today with someone that you trust, that you feel that they'll understand you. So then, because it, it, it's like a virus too, in a way, yeah, yeah. where you, you tell it to someone, that person spreads it to someone else, and then it just becomes more and more and more until we actually get the message across. And sometimes you're never gonna get the message, but don't allow that to stop your voice from not projecting the message that you overall want. Like right now, we're talking about Black Lives Matter, but it doesn't stop today. It doesn't stop tomorrow. Like we still have to continue doing this on the daily, mm -hmm. not just with our, our brothers and sisters within the um, African-American community, but every other group. Like we have to, think about other people aside from yourself, aside from your own values and question at times your own values and say like, okay, like wh where is the moral compass? Like wh where am I as a human being? Mm -hmm. um, but let me ask you a question. Okay. With currently what we're dealing with in more of, of the protests in itself, do you feel that people are gonna be more active, whether they support it or not, to go out and vote. Do you think this time around people are actually gonna go out and vote? That answer would be kind of uh, neutral, but I do believe that that in particular message is really being broadcasted now, because I know we're trying to change something, right? Change the, the views of how people see us. But I do believe that, that that message of getting out there and voting to see a difference and a change is definitely being broadcasted. And I think it needs to be even more broadcasted so that we all go vote. Because I know a lot of voting didn't take place for our president, who the president is now. A lot of people didn't vote a lot. And mm -hmm. we hold a large uh, amount of say-so. And I think, not think, our voices are heard. I mean, look at what just happened. This shows how strong our voices are. So it's not gonna take much for us to go vote. So I think that what's going on now, uh, just a reminder that we need to vote. Do I see it uh, sending the message of going to vote? Yes and no, because some people are gonna believe that no change is gonna happen. You know, because you can't stop that mentality. People are always like, no matter what we're doing, this is not going to stop. Then, then if you have that mentality, as I will tell my listeners and viewers, then, then just stay quiet. Stay in the sidelines. Don't get involved. You know, if you don't see no change happening, that's obviously because you can't change anything at home. Because if you can't change home and see yourself evolve, then you're not going to see the world evolve. Because everything starts at home. So stay home. 
do your thing. But for all those who do want to see change and, and is making the approach, vote. And I'm also saying that to myself as well. You know, so um, yeah, it's definitely a mutual uh, answer, but it's definitely yes and no. And I think we also really need to be loud on that too, because Black Lives Matter and votes matter. So I think that we really do not need to forget that. So, um, so yeah. And I ask, I ask you this question and also kind of like to end, end our, our dialogue today because with the previous question that you mentioned about how can you become an, an activist, mm -hmm. I think you could also offer yourself like on November, like if, if an aunt doesn't have a car, it's like, let me take you, go vote. Yes. You know, like I have friends that don't have cars, like, don't worry, I'll pick you up. Yeah. I'll go, like, we'll get there early. Like you could even do that, help out. Um, if you know your neighbor is, you know, someone older, help him or her yeah. out. Um, so you could even do that. Just simple things like that where it's like, you know what? I know someone wants to go. They don't know how. They don't have the transportation or whatever. It's like, or they're making an excuse like, well, no, yeah. because it's raining. Yes, like, don't yes, worry. yes. I got you. I got an umbrella. Uh -huh. I got the car. I'll bring you oh, food. get up. Like, <laughs> you know, so that's another way. Um, and I guess I wanted to ask that because I feel, you know, we're having all of this happening right now. But at the end of the day, the ultimate protest is the voting. Yeah. Because then it will be all for nothing. So... Mm -hmm. I really, I encourage and I do believe in the power of voting. Just like you said, as being an activist, that's one of the number one things. If you don't know, if you don't want to go out there in the streets, your being an activist can be in voting because you are looking into your community, what you want to see would change. And then overall, you know, so you, this is how you show your voice matters. I agree. Good. <laughs> Well, um, as we close out, I want to say thank you so, so, so much for um, allowing yourself to be an open book and to share your views, your opinions, your, your experiences on um, just being an activist and keep doing it. And I just want to uh, encourage anybody who's listening, just really listen with open ears. You can make a difference. We all can. Again, Armando, thank you so much for doing this episode with me. Thank you again. Thank you for allowing me allowing me to, to speak on this matter and you know just to so we could have a bigger impact. Even what you're doing now with this is a change, and it'll have people to question themselves and even again have a, a dialogue within the people that will hear this to just to see certain things. So even what we're doing now is a change. So thank you for allowing me to participate. Uh, and you know, when it comes to that, anytime you want to like call me or hit me up, just let me know. But again, thank you. Of course, of course. Thank you. And that completes today's Talk About It Tuesday episode on Not Just Cafe. Thank you so much for listening and see you next Tuesday for the next TBIT episode. And remember, when you run into a mental wall of personal perspective, talk about it.